I just have to be honest. I'm going to be very transparent. And um, so, um, I'm going to tell you just snippets of my walk with God. And what he showed me about this testimony is just showing you how he's walked with me. And um, so it's, it starts when uh, I was a, maybe six years old. And I was uh, getting up from, you know, getting up to get ready to go to school. And my mom was um, brushing my hair. And she would just beat me with, with the hairbrush. Um, partly because she was um, really frustrated. I don't know if it was the responsibility of being a mother. But whatever the case is, that caused me to get up earlier than her and go to uh, my friend's house and meet my friend. And I got up earlier so she wouldn't hit me with the hairbrush. So I went to my friend's um, and me and my friend would go to the bus stop. So I would get up so early, my friend's mom would say, you're too early, you know, go back home. And on this, it was an apartment building that they lived in and right on the side of the apartment building, there was a stairwell. And I would just sit on the stairwell every morning. And I did that because I didn't want to get hit with a hairbrush. And what it did is it started, I, I taught myself at that age, I began to start teaching myself how to be self-reliant and pretty much just, in my mind, I was, I, I take care of myself. And um, from there, um, fast forwarding to maybe like the next couple years, my mom had a mental illness and so um, I would get, I would go around our neighborhood and I would see her after school, I would go get away and go run around just to get away from her um, because I didn't want the responsibility. She was very awkward um, to the public, so she would laugh out loud to herself. Um, I had an apartment manager come and talk to me at a young elementary school age and tell me, you need to, you know, tell your mom not to throw these big rocks in our pool. Why does she do that? And I didn't know why she did that. I don't even know if she knew why she did that. But, you know, I, I just didn't want her, the responsibility of her. So I would run around hiding from her. And um, my family heard about this. My mom heard about this. She, couldn't, she felt like she couldn't take care of me anymore. So I moved in with my aunt and my uncle. So when I moved in with my aunt and my uncle, there was, it was a worse situation with them than it was with my mother. Um, there, my uncle was an alcoholic. And so he would, um, he would, you know, there would be beatings. I had cousins that I lived with. He would be beating them. And then I was physically abused. And like I said, I'm going to be very honest and transparent. I was molested. And there was a lot of abuse for me. Um, I'll give you one time I, I was maybe about 13. And I went to church with huge lines um, on my neck. And I just went to a church down the street. And one of the leaders came and said, what are those? And why do you have hickeys on your neck? Well, prior to me coming to the church that night, he picked me up by my throat because I didn't want to go work in a Christmas tree lot for him um, to give him, to help him get finances. So that was a little bit of the abuse that I went through there. And I was running, trying to find some type of love or, or meaning for my life. And it got worse. By the time I was 17, I had my first 
relationship, serious relationship, and I got pregnant, and I had an abortion, and then by that time in my life, I wasn't just hurt, I was shattered. So I remember I didn't know Jesus. I did know Jesus, but I didn't know how to grow in him. And there was a church that I went to at that time, and um, I remember a lot of my family members speaking this over my life. You're going to be just like your mom. And um, I went to that church, and like I said, I was absolutely just shattered. And I heard the scripture, Jeremiah 29, 11, for I know the plans that I have for you, declares the Lord. And they're not plans to harm you, but to prosper you and to give you a hope in a future. I was 17, and I was getting ready to graduate high school, and the biggest thing that they were drilling into us is what are you going to, you know, what is your next years of life look like? And for me, I didn't know. The only, the only successful person in my life, because I was, none of my family members knew Jesus, was an aunt that was a medical nurse. And so I thought, that's what I want to do, because that's like the only success I had ever seen. But when I heard that scripture, I thought, okay, I'm not going to be like my mom. Like, wow, you know? And um, so I, I mean, I was so shattered, so hungry, so broken at the same time. And I just went to that altar and I like bawled my eyes out and everything that was in me, all that pain, I felt like God took it. And I really felt like he, he's, um, supernaturally gave me his love. And, uh, I got saved that night and my life never was the same. And I just wanted to give everything I could to Jesus. But the issues that I still had were there. They weren't, I wasn't completely set free. So I began to go into full-time ministry and I was there from 17 to 35 years old. And that season was, um, a lot of, it was, you know, ups and downs, and it also turned out to be a lot of works. Like I said, I was still carrying a lot inside. I wasn't completely healed, and I still had issues, and I was still thinking, okay, this is how I'm going to do it. This is how I'm going to get saved. This is how God's going to do it. Let me do this. Let me do that. And I did everything. I did worship leading. I did cleaning the church, cleaning the toilets, daycare, everything, grading, I mean, everything. And I worked in the church from 6 a.m. to 6 p.m. And, um, and I just ended up getting really burnt out. There was nights I slept on a cold floor because I gave like, pretty much, I just was like, I'm doing this for you, Lord. And I was trying to please. And I gave my finances, everything. And I ended up living on the side of a building in a trailer. And I just, I, there, it was so miserable. And I just, um, I, 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 I'm going to read you just a little snippet. There was a war for more for me. Though I was still very much blinded, God was on his way of showing me who I really was. I went to ministry that I'm forever grateful for, single life ministry that brought so much freedom for me. And I was able to release secrets of my childhood, of the most dreadful and shameful experiences of my life and to the secrets I still held of sacrifices I made to protect images of man. And I was loved right then and there for who I was and I was set free. Now, right after that, our church closed, the church I was a part of, which for me was super exciting because I was like, yay, I'm not serving 12 hours a day anymore in this place. And I know who I am, you know? And um, so I, I pretty much just... Um, I 
you know, I got my own place in Rockland. It was so neat. God, like, blessed my socks off. And, um, and uh, but I, again, I didn't have a close, healthy-knit community that I could, that, that I needed. So, um, I got engaged to somebody that was absolutely toxic for my life, and it was extremely disappointing for me, and it was abusive and all that other stuff, and it was like, how can I experience God's love and then go back to this? And I really got so disappointed in, in myself, and I came to this point in my life, I, I got the strength through Christian friends and through tools that I learned in single life and God, most of all, and that's how I got out of that relationship. And, um, and I found some healthy community, but there was such a painful process, and I really, it was, extor- it was hard to know that I did this to myself. I mean, I went around, and I was so disappointed in myself, and I also felt like everything was going wrong. I mean, I, I got fired from some jobs. I went from job to job. Um, and this actually happened within the last year. Um, so I, I just, I, 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 I got to this low point in my life where I didn't know um, how I would get out of it. And really, to be 100% honest with you, it was, like I said, it was extremely painful. And through that process, God was there. And like I said, just like he held my hand when I was in that stairwell next to the apartment in my friends, where my friend lived when I was eight, five, six, whatever, to the neighborhood where I would run around, to the house that I lived in with my aunt and my uncle, to the process of going through that in ministry, to the process of going getting out of ministry and disappointing myself and not even having the strength to have faith in who I was. God's hand was there with me. And I felt so humbled because he lavished his love on me. I mean, in this year, I got fired, called off an engagement, stopped leading worship in places I served for years in my life. I've had three jobs, lost friendships. I had over 18 plus years friendships that were broken. I had my car break down, and I've been rejected multiple times by various people. However, in this year, I have moved to promotion from not one, but two jobs, each moving to a better opportunity, inspired a culture of young and mature single adults to live healthy lives, having breakthrough in the Sacramento region from various churches through a church called, through a ministry called Single Life, through Nothing Hidden Ministries, lead a game-changing ministry of three and four-year-olds every other Sunday, excuse me, sharing God's love, started a single group hangout with support from healthy leaders. I have built loving community with young women and men who are healthy, and I know that they 100% have my back. Not to mention, I have my own amazing God set mechanic that showed up the minute my car broke down. I have my, my own house, just a bunch of different things that, I, that I'm grateful for, but most than any, more than anything that he showed his fierce love to me and he laughed, lavished it on me, when, which is really humbling for me. And I know that um, his love has been fierce to show me that who I am and that I'm loved and I could depend on him. So I just encourage you guys through the painful process that he's there. He's there to hold your hand and don't feel like, oh, you know, I just messed up. He can't do this. Just the other day, I, he, I was faced with some issues of my past and he showed me right then and there who I was. And this time I have been walking through this process and I'm like, 
okay, okay, I'm just trusting you. In all honesty, I'm literally just trusting you. And he just showed me how, I mean, for me to know myself who I am, I was like, wow, God, you, you have grown me in this last year, and I'm so blessed. So I'm just going to share with you some declarations that I put on my mirror, just to get a little personal. And these are things that have encouraged me through the years, and, or through the year, and I mean, I just encourage you, this could work for you, okay? Declarations that I put is, I'm grown, I'm beautiful, I'm trustworthy, I'm confident, I'm bold and secure, I'm mature, I'm prosperous, I'm favored highly, I'm getting my husband, I'm wealthy financially, I'm married, I'm healthy and in my utmost shape, I'm leading and discipling others, I'm a powerful worship leader and I have platforms to worship lead, my home is filled with love, laughter and others who receive it and give it, I'm a leader, I'm likable, I'm worth a lot, I have a lot to offer. I'm a permanent employee. My husband loves me, and he's handsome, mature, wealthy, strong, starting a legacy with me, and we'll have our own children. I have a permanent place in the state, and I'm promoting easily. I have the, uh, the most loving and caring mentors and community that have my back. 